this out, y'all. Uh. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. This is King K. This is D Dowdy. And this is Books and Ish. Hey. I said it with a question mark at the end. Why? It felt right. <laughs> I guess at the moment. It did it. Yeah. Right. Okay. If, if you say so. Do it bother you that I fuck with your frocks? No. Okay. <laughs> We're not about to make this show about me. I'm not. I'm just that was just hair, a question. That, <laughs> does it make you feel awkward <laughs> that I stare at your hair? Yes. <laughs> And you call it a fucking frocks. It's a fro It's not box. a box. <laughs> it's not a box. It's not kid and play. It's a fro box. But it's like curly. <laughs> so it's more modern. It's a millennial frock. Shut up, man. Alright. Um What the fuck are we doing there? We talking about our our shit. Books and ish. What is books and ish? Um, books and ish is some shit that we are both avid readers. Yes. Um, but not only do we read, we watch television shows, movies, and shit like that, and we gain some perspective. Right. From. Any form of media that we get. Yeah. So it's books and ish. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to edit this. No, I'm not editing this goddamn thing. Damn. You so don't know how to talk without being edited? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. Because you were on the Drunken Nights. Or you was on that before and, and got some shit. Did you ever wish that you was got... That shit would have got edited out? No. My nigga, see, this is going to be pretty cool. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, I had the idea to do the shit. Um, a little, I've, I've had the idea to do it for a while, but I remember hearing you on Stakes' High podcast and the way that you talked about your experience. Yeah. It made me think that you think a lot deeper than surface level right of shit and so when i started seeing certain posts from you and shit like that that also made me think that like you think deeper than just the surface level of shit and you don't mind expressing right how you felt or whatever so when i had the idea was of like i like to talk with somebody that you know i mean especially a woman yeah because nowadays most women are strong air quotes <laughs> so they don't express themselves they just react to how they feel yeah um you was the first person that i thought about like man this would be somebody that i would like to actually sit down with and do the shit and so when i brought it to you and you was like nigga i'm on the same right. shit <laughs> yeah that's crazy how we both had the same idea yeah. and brought it together like this it's tight um pretty much what we're gonna be doing on this goddamn podcast is just talking about books that we read shit that we saw and just 
how it affects us. Right? right. Is that what we do? Yeah, how it affects us and how it makes us think and feel. Okay. So what's the first book that we're talking about? The first book we're talking about is The Four Agreements by who wrote it? A nigga named Miguel. Miguel uh what's his name? Ruez or something? Let me Yep. Yeah, Miguel Ruez. That's how niggas think. All you gotta do is give a nigga a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's but the four it. agreements, man. That was uh, that was a dope book for me. But I want to ask you, man, what even started you on the journey of like, I want to start reading shit that helps me think beyond what my own thought process is. Hold on. So Don Miguel Ruiz is who wrote the book. Yes, Miguel. <laughs> you got to say his whole name. So what got me on the journey? I really don't remember i've always been a avid reader and i've always like reading self-help books and shit like ever since i was in high school mm-hmm. and then like the older i get i get more more spiritual and i want to know more about the universe and shit like that so that's what made me read that somebody told me about it i don't remember who referred me to it but somebody told me about it and i read it i for me i don't really I don't remember the first book that I actually ended up reading. I do remember the situation that ended up sparking um, the interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember being into it with my old lady and I was the type of nigga to where I was more reactive to my emotions than Mm -hmm. expressive. And my daughter, uh, she was on the couch screaming, Daddy, no, as I was in a moment of ex. Uh, reacting to my emotions and I decided I wanted to be more emotionally intelligent and so that way I don't you know react the way that I'm reacting right but I can't remember the first fucking book that I was reading that got me there but um the four agreements though that was one of the books that ended up teaching me some shit that I didn't realize that I was doing. And once I realized that I was doing the shit that made me start reading more shit. Right. What was your part in the four agreements that stuck with you? Be impeccable with your word. Uh, first off, we got to say what the fuck the goddamn no, uh, four was, agreements that, is. That was on you. Yeah, that was on me. Okay, so the four agreements are... Be impeccable with your word. Right. Don't take don't any- take anything personal. Are you gonna let me say it? I'm sorry. All right. Don't make uh, assumptions, and always do your best. Where you got your list from? Because when I googled that shit earlier, it did not come up as quickly as Google. All right. Yeah. Fuck out of <laughs> here. All right. So the one that stuck with me the most is be impeccable with your word, because you gotta say what you mean and mean what you say. Is and that what you took from that? No. That, I mean, that's a fact. Like, you have to say what you mean and mean what you say. Yeah. But also, you po- you're supposed to speak life into yourself and others mm-hmm. and not speak bad about yourself or talk down to yourself. So that's what that means. Hmm. Do you think that when the drunken knights say we ain't shit? Nah. That Y'all mean y'all not, not shit? No. We ain't being impeccable. Nah. With our word? No. I 
I think my part in there was the uh, the assumptions part. And what's fucked up is like the part that you fuck with. Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with. I, I won't say I don't fuck with because I think it, it goes hand in hand. But my part is the assumptions part in the sense that when I read it, I start to begin the process that it's human nature to need to know. Right. And that's why you ask questions. Most of the time, people don't ask questions, though. They assume that they know what's going on. Right. And so. But the book teaches you to ask questions. Yeah. Like, don't assume shit because you could be incorrect. But that shit is hard. It's hard not to assume. I mean, if you ask the questions and you don't get the answers, you ain't got no choice but to assume. But you ask. No, you you got a fucking choice. You ask at the end of the day. You so can say fuck out of here. <laughs> you got a choice to not assume shit. And just don't care, period. Yes. But it's human nature to still assume because it's human nature to need to know. Even if you got to make up the fucking answer yourself. Right. And I think that when once you have those assumptions that becomes a part of trying to be impeccable with your word because your word starts to become um, reflective of what you're assuming. Yeah. You do speak bullshit into your life. So for me, it's like, which one comes first? If I'm assuming this shit, how impeccable am I being with my word? Because I'm speaking of what I'm assuming and not of what I know. I don't think they go hand in hand, though. Okay. I think when you when it's be impeccable with your word, it's like, you know, speak life into people. Speak mm-hmm. Uh, highly of yourself don't be like oh, I'm not shit I'm stupid oh, I can't do it blah 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 and then you know um, don't make assumptions it's like don't assume this person is doing this to you or don't assume that this person feel this way I, them two don't go hand in hand to me uh, I see your point <laughs> But at the same time, as long as you see the point. Now, I see what you trying to say, but at the same time, I'm like, have you been in a situation to where somebody is like, hey, I got to tell you something. And you're like, what is it? And you you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're sitting there assuming. Right. The words. What they might be trying to say. And you're like, hey, no, tell me what the fuck is it? Because your human nature is a need to know. And you're assuming certain shit. And so you'll start asking questions based off your assumptions. Right. Or you may start treating this person a certain type of way based off what you're assuming. Right. And your words about this person may not be accurate words. I see what you're saying, but I still. God damn it! Are we finna do this? The I whole still show? don't feel like they go hand in hand. <laughs> I don't. All right. What else did you take from that book? 
um, don't take anything personally. Yeah, that was a that that one was the hardest one. Like, um, the assumptions part was the one I was able to relate to the most. Yeah, but the don't take anything personal was the hardest one to try to, and that's still something that I I still kind of battle with. Mm-hmm. It's not taking shit personal, right? Yeah, that's just hard. That's just hard. I'm still I'm still battling that shit. I'm getting it though. I get it. But at the same time, me naturally being an empathetic type of person, yeah. being an empath, it's hard for me sometimes not to take on certain feelings and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one. Try your best, that's an easy one. That's the fourth agreement is try your best. But that's a easy one to me I think but which one of them do you think you struggle with the most out of those two no just period out of all of the four agreements um I definitely feel like you try your best (laughs) I do try my best probably the same one um don't take anything personally because it's hard it is because even though when you take something personal you be thinking to yourself like this ain't about me it's them type shit like they got something they going through it ain't even nothing against you but then you still feel like nah I'm shitty fuck that they got me fucked up they coming for me so it be hard even though you know have you been in a situation before though where you know it's them but they're they're providing some shit that's partly you too so it's kind of hard for you to not be like I can see why they shitty, but this is just a bit much. Yeah. Do you think that's taking it personally or do you think that's taking responsibility? Damn. I think it depends on the situation. Because I know how to take responsibility. I know how to hold myself accountable for something. Do you? I do. Do you? Yeah, I learned the hard way. Okay. Did you just take that personally? Did your whole tone just (laughs) sound very defensive? Don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) No, because you said, do you? So I had to bring it back. (laughs) So you took it personally? I had to give it back. I reacted. Instead of expressing. (laughs) You should have said, you know what, King (laughs) Kane? I'm taking this person in. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You're stupid, man. But I think that um, I really would like some more of that. Uh, I don't know. I've been through some shit recently that made me end up having to look at things to like not take it personally right the hard part for me is the amount of love that i got for the person and so i don't know if it's me taking it personal if it's or if it's me being empathetic and feeling sad for the person right 
either way it's affecting my energy and so i don't know how to not take it personally but at the same time not seem selfish right like fuck you yeah you know what i mean that's the that's the line that is hard for me to draw between the situation is what part of me is saying like this is for my own self interest and how can I still be of service to you because I know how to help you right I think I think it's all situational mm-hmm. like for instance say I'm gonna give you an example of me uh, at my old job when I worked at the post office mm-hmm motherfuckers just didn't like me just because I was pretty or kept my hair done or I didn't dress like a thot like I wore sweatpants and big t-shirts and leather fucking shoes every day to work Mm -hmm. bitches in there wearing tight pants and titties out and Jordans and just trying to be cute like it's a fashion show like I'm at work but motherfuckers didn't like me just because I didn't care about impressing nobody in there no, the designs in your frocks is, is, is something to be envious Shut of. Up. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, it's not me. They don't like themselves. So yeah. I can't take it personal. If motherfucker talking about me, okay. You don't like yourself. It's something about you that you hate and you taking that on me. So ain't nothing I can do about that. But continue to be me. Or like a supervisor picking with a motherfucker for nothing. It's like, okay, your life is miserable. You don't have no control outside of work, so now you want to use all your control in here. But that motherfucker got the power to fire your ass. Not boss, supervisor. They was like, they can't fire nobody. They could write you up, but they couldn't fire uh, your ass. Okay. Yeah. It's easy to do that with people you don't give a fuck about, though. I mean, I still respect it. You know, I respect my, I respect who respect me, period. So I still respected my people, but if they was on some bullshit, I would tell them about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what you got going on in your life, but you're not gonna take it out on me. I'm not standing for that shit. Even the older women, like the people that's like my mama age or my grandma age, like I had to check them. Like y'all not about to talk to me crazy. I don't give a fuck what you what you talking about. You gonna respect me like I respect you. Mm-hmm. And they did at the end of the day. Speaking of your mama and i'm not gonna dive deep into that but from your past experiences that do you think that was a part of what made you start to go into a self-growth oh definitely yeah and then like the more stuff i read and more learned about you know life and how shit work or whatever um it made me understand her more did you start getting empathy for yeah. And did that make you want to end up getting closer with her? It helped. She still live here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm there, but I don't, I don't feel that shit. What do you mean you don't feel it? Like, as I've gotten older, I can understand how... My pops was probably put into a position where he couldn't be the best father that he wanted to be. Right. But, so, that's where I'm at with it. 
because I, I looked at it like he has multiple children out here and every child has the same story. So I get it, but at the same time, it's like, nigga, this is not an isolated incident. Like, nigga, this is who you are. Right. But so, that's, that's where you got to learn to just, just accept people for who they are and be better. That shit ain't in full agreement. Your parents don't define you. They help create you, but they, they don't define you. Bullshit. They don't. You not your daddy. You not your mother. You ain't them, but they help define who you are. No, they help create you, but they don't define you. I hear what you're saying, daddy. But at the same time, <laughs> that is a learned thing because as a child, you are a sponge. Right, that's true. You know, you're a sponge and you're soaking in these things and these are the things that you learn how to cope with through life. Right. As you get older and become an adult, to change that, that is your own personal learned experiences and learning that I can't do this. And... You're right in, in in the terms of they don't define you, but <laughs> God damn it, Auntie Angel. But um, I think they do shape and mold you, and to define yourself is to move outside of what your parents have shaped and and molded you into being. Because what you know is all you know, and if. You've seen that your parents have only handled um, differences with violence or whatever. Then that has defined you until you decided that this is not right. And I can't continue to do this. Right. But your parent is not the only person that has an influence on your life. Sometimes they are. No, you seen that movie with that little bitch that was in the wheelchair. No. And her mama was keeping her sick. Are you talking about Ma? No, they haven't no Ma. I haven't seen Ma yet. It was a little <laughs> white bitch. Her mom was keeping her sick. About, it was on Lifetime. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I seen a preview of it. Hey. They, they, she killed like, that bitch. Something she like killed that, her mama. Something like that happened on Ma. Oh, okay. She was keeping her daughter hostage in the house and giving her medicine to make her sicker so she could go back to school and she could keep her in the damn house like a caged animal. I ain't seen my and controller. Yet, yeah, it's okay. crazy. Okay. But like I was saying, like your friends have influence on you. Other um elders in your life have influence on you. If if you religious, church, pastor, something, shit, movies, all kind of things, music, all kind of things influence you. Mm-hmm. It's not just your parents. That's influence. I'm talking about defining. But I'm saying you talking about if you you grew up around your parents and all they all you seen was violence and shit, yeah, that's gonna affect you. But that's not the only thing that's gonna have an influence on who you are. And then when you get older and you realize something's wrong, you're going to correct it and get it right. True indeed. That's why I said your parents don't define you. They created you, but they don't define you. Sometimes they people don't correct it though. 
sometimes people don't see it. Like sometimes we was, they don't. Like we were saying earlier, like people are comfortable with the shit that they doing. Right. So they don't even realize that what they doing is even. Nah, I can't say that. I think that people do. I think people know what they're doing is wrong, but they're scared to change because they don't know how to. Right. I agree with that. I think people know what they do is wrong. They just don't know how to change. Um, now that I think about it, if you get into the depths of being impeccable with your word, I think that is probably one of the hardest. Self-talk. Ooh, yeah. Is. Big. Yeah. Yeah. And then the more bullshit you tell yourself about yourself, the more you believe it. Like, I'm saying, like, if you talk negatively about yourself, you're going to start believing it. But if you speak life into yourself and affirm yourself daily, you're going to believe that shit, too. Mm-hmm. How much is too much, though? Of... I'm the shit. Ain't, ain't no such thing as too much. Shit. You ain't got to say I'm the shit, but you could be like. Um, that's what you tell yourself. Every time you wake up and you open your eyes, you like, shit, I made it. <laughs> what does I that mean, am the though? shit. What does that mean? You got to affirm yourself like I'm beautiful. I'm healthy. Uh, I'm wealthy. Shit like that. You can't just wake up and say I'm the shit or I'm I'm healed or shit like that that's what you have to say you can't be like i'm the shit that's not gonna do anything but if you woke up and you every day and you said i ain't shit wouldn't you <laughs> not be shit i mean yeah but i'm the so shit how could it not that's work not the, the same? same it's not the same Man. it's not the same nah i think it is it's not how is it not if i woke up every morning and said i ain't shit <laughs> Stop Stop encouraging the bullshit how, how how could it not work the same If I woke up every morning and it's just like Man I am the shit And then you start at least Listing off all the reasons why you the shit I mean it's different if you list off All the reasons but if you just wake up saying I'm the shit no But it's the same thing as saying I ain't shit And then you start listing off all the reasons <laughs> Why you ain't shit Every morning. Shut up. Who does? Ain't no, nobody do that. Shit. You ain't never seen the nigga. There's plenty of motherfuckers that committed suicide that didn't woke up every morning saying that shit. Not listing off reasons why they ain't shit. Shit. They ain't saying it, but they thinking it. You gotta be great. You gotta be grateful for what you have and what you are right now. Yeah. Wake up and say you the shit. I think that I think that is a great start to every morning. <laughs> To wake up and say, "That's what you wake up and say." No, I wake up, I thank God, and then I say, "I am the shit," (laughs) and this is why I am the shit. And when me doing that, if anybody else was to tell me I ain't shit, I have a list of reasons (laughs) why I'm the shit (laughs) that contradict everything you tried to say. The fuck out of here! All right. Nah, wake up every morning and say you the shit. I'm going to try it. I mean, I affirm myself, but I'm going to try it. Wake up every morning and say I'm the shit. I'm the shit. And then you go through the reasons of why you the shit. All right. How many reasons you got? Um, It's it's not a whole lot because I'm still growing into some shit. What are two of your reasons? Um, I remember starting from the fact that I didn't even want to work. 
and was irresponsible to the fact that now I run my own warehouse. Okay. So I can sit there and tell me, I am the shit. I could actually do some shit that I put my mind to. Right. That helps me out throughout the rest of my day. Yeah. When I have thought processes, all right, if I sit and think about this, I could actually accomplish this and make shit, this shit happen. Um, the fact that I could wake up to random notes from my daughters saying, like, you are the greatest dad in my in the, in the world. I would have never made it this far in my life mm-hmm. if it wasn't for you. I am the shit. <laughs> I am the shit. And can't nobody tell me that I ain't. That's what's up. I respect that. You have a great hair care product for your frocks. Man. You are the shit. If you say Look. one more thing about my hair, man, let it go. I <laughs> nah, I fuck with that, though. Nah, wake up and tell yourself you the shit, because ain't nobody else going to do it. I mean, I tell myself that. I don't wake up every morning and say that, shit, but I I'm do. looking in the mirror, I'll be like, you the shit. Or if I accomplish a goal that I wanted to do, I'd be like, I'm the shit. But to just wake up every morning and say it, no. Yep. And then you start doing everything. Everything. Your morning going to start like that. And everything you do throughout that day is going to align with that. Mm-hmm. I'm the shit. And when the moment that you start doubting yourself on certain things, you're going to tell yourself, nah, nope. Fuck that. I'm the shit. I can do it. Right. And even if you end up not being able to complete that goal, you'll be like, I gave everything that I had to it. When there's people that would have gave up way before me. Right. I tried my best. (laughs) I I am the shit. I tried my best. (laughs) I am the shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think that's a great way to wake up. Because I remember putting on uh, Twitter a couple months ago, like, how do people wake up and be morning people? Like, I've seen the shit in movies where people wake <laughs> up and they can just throw the covers off and they're just <laughs> fucking refreshed. And I'm like, how do I get to that level? Running in shit at 6 o'clock in the morning. Shout out to V. She just did that shit at 7 a.m. this morning. Oh, my God. I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah. <laughs> I was up at that time, but I wasn't running and shit. I ended up going fishing. But... um. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you whisper loud. <laughs> um, I forgot my goddamn point. You went fishing. You was up at early in the morning. You no, went fishing. That was, was the reason I was saying that Because we talking about waking up early in the morning, get your day started, yeah. being positive. Oh, I was talking about how the fuck do you wake up and be a morning person. Right. It's fucking impossible. That's not some shit that you that just fucking happens. You right. have to make that shit happen. Yeah. And yeah, you just gotta wake up, give yourself the morning affirmations, and you actually get up and start moving. Right. And once you start moving, that's when your morning begins. It you, nobody fucking wakes up just fucking cherry in the goddamn <laughs> morning. That shit just that's just straight TV. Yeah. So you gotta wake up and give yourself them affirmations and all of that shit. I think it starts off with I'm the shit. It does. And then try your best. And then be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. Don't make Don't make assumptions. Right. And then don't take anything personal. Yep. 
I think it works in that order. That nigga wrote the book wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> um, I'll say one of the things from that book before we ended up before we end up closing out because I don't. You got a whole lot more to say. Okay. No. Was one of the things in the book that ended up giving me perspective was when he talked about if you went into nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are you being too loud? <laughs> um, when he talked about if you went into a movie theater and it was your life on the big screen, this right. is your movie premiere, and you went in and you watched that movie and they played through and you was like, man, that was a great depiction of my fucking life. Like that was exactly how it was. They need an Oscar. But you go into the next theater and it's also titled Your Life. But when you walk in there, your mother is sitting there in a movie theater and you sit down next to her and you're watching this movie and all of the scenes that you thought were uh, perfect for your life is giving it from her perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at it like, no, nah, that that didn't happen like that. You go into another theater and the same thing with it could be your brother or Mm -hmm. your father or whatever. And you start seeing that this same scene is happening from different perspectives. Right. It's just that everybody is looking at it from a different perspective. That was one of the most powerful moments in the book for me that made me start looking at things like maybe the way that I see things, I'm actually acting like a victim. See, reading that and that that part you described, that actually helped me put myself in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so this was me and this happened to me. And I was just like, okay, like it helped me become more understanding to certain situations. And mm-hmm. I think I, I don't remember correctly if I read that book, um, like when I had found out my ex had cheated and had a baby on the way. I don't remember if I, that's when I read it, but that shit helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going to expand on it. Was he black? Yeah. Oh. I look like I date white boys. I'm not, you, you don't no, want me to talk about your hair no more, so I'm not going to. Say, <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> I was. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Um. <laughs> Stupid as fuck. Yeah. Background commentators over here. Childish. Um. I don't think I got nothing else on this shit. I don't know if it's just because I ain't got nothing else or because I've already done a podcast today, so I'm tired. It's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. And you've been drinking. Yeah. And it's late. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault. It's the pilot. Though. It is. It, yeah, it is. I admit. I respect you for that. <laughs> right on. I don't even know how the fuck we're going to end this shit out. <laughs> 
like we just talking about books and shit and how the fuck it affects us and what are we thinking. If y'all fuck with it and comment on the shit, then, then this the pilot though. I don't know, man. Give us a book y'all fucking reading right now and tell us how the fuck it affects you. What you reading life. now? Um, I'm I'm rereading a book called Connecting Through Yes, and I'm reading a book called um, Leaders Eat Last. I can't remember who wrote the books. Yeah. And then you got a book that I want to read. The one I sent you? Something about some goddamn uh, mozzarellas. Who shit. moved my cheese? Yeah. Not mozzarella, nigga. <laughs> who moved my cheese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. So I'll go be uh, picking that up. I will be going to pick that up. Yeah. The way that I just said that sounded like I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm reading. I forgot the name of it. I'm reading a book by um, Maya Angelou. I can't think of the name of it. She wrote some mean books. I don't think I want to read some shits. I mean, it's I'm. We ain't got to talk about. That's just what I'm reading. Okay, I'm just saying. I enjoy uh, uh, my Angelou personally. Books. I don't think I want to read. <laughs> I don't think I want to read it. What is it? It's just a. Is it just like a book of dope ass quotes? Nah, it's not a poetry book. It's a a book. She tells stories. About her life. Okay. All right, I might fuck with it. Like, she wrote this book called Me, Mom, and I or some shit. And she talked about her her, uh, relationship with her mother and her grandma and her life and stuff. It was good. All right. I don't think that's it. We got, we gonna have to find a good outro. We can't just cut it off. I'm not just gonna cut it off, man. Like this is books and ish, and we're gonna be talking about shit that uh, comes in books and ish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. Okay, so the four agreements are: be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personal, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. You're going to break down the yeah. descriptions? Yeah, I'm going to break them down. Okay. So be impeccable with your word means speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Amen. Don't take anything personally means nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality their own dream when you are immune to the opinions and actions of others you won't be the victim of needless suffering that's real and the sec the third one is don't make assumptions find my favorite the- huh it's my favorite oh, okay find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings sadness and drama with just one agreement, you can completely transform your life. And the last one is always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be. Y'all need to shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. No disrespect. No, it's. You are all right. <laughs> always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are tired as opposed to well-rested. Under any circumstance, simply, simply do your best 
and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regrets. You talk so aggressively. So? Is that how you are in your relationships when you're trying to explain to your man? I talk. How am I supposed to talk? Let me see. Let me see that phone. Let me see. Let me see them agreements. You went to therapy. I did. (laughs) (laughs) For real. I'm just saying, I can't. And you got kids. I ain't got no kids. I don't know how to be all. I'm going to say some shit so you can feel me. But if I'm speaking to like my man, I know how to talk. I know how to be nice and sweet. Let's just say this this first one. Okay. Be impeccable with your word. Right. Okay. Okay. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. That sounded that really nice lot, and sweet. That is a lot different than it is. Be impeccable with your word. <laughs> speak with integrity. <laughs> Say only what you mean. Like, I wish a bitch would come to me talking about some... Nigga, you know I love you, right? Oh, that's why. You sound like... You, First you, of do all. you remember the, the Brat song, that What Do You Like? Yeah. How aggressive she was? <laughs> Lay me down, nigga. <laughs> bitch, hold on. First of all... <laughs> fuck with your pants. It's a time and, and place for everything, and I know how I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be it. So, that's all I got to say about that but you did great did i yeah did it sound like i meant what i was saying i mean it sounded like i meant what i was saying <laughs> all right let's see what nah, we're gonna be clashing nice, and shit. you sounded nice okay you all sounded right. loving you came from a loving place i came from a aggressive listen to me place. yes <laughs> We're going to get into that in more episodes because yeah. that shit's not going to work for you in the long run. <laughs> I told you I know how to talk to people. When I got to have a serious, loving conversation, I know how to have it. We're going to see. All right. We're going to practice it on the show. We got to practice Yeah, we're going to practice it on the show. All right. All right. This is Books and Ish Podcast, and I think we're done this time. We're done, done. Because... Dowdy had to come back and say more shit. Yes. She didn't. She wouldn't have felt satisfied. For real. All right. Books and ish with motherfucking King K and D Dowdy. We out. <laughs>